Are you an alien? Because I never heard of something like you. You can't be possibly from this world. So the Laredo, Texas Border Patrol officer with a southern cowboy hat, cop shades covering his vicious eyes, and the scent of chewing tobacco. The ground and the air were surrounded from the hostile smoke based on something I wasn't able to control, my heritage and my family. I grew up in a family whose ethnic background is Mexican and Japanese. My parents both lived and grew up in Mexico, but for some strange reason, I wasn't given a typical Hispanic last name such as Gonzalez, Rodriguez, Lopez, Martinez, Garcia, or the popular 3,430,27 Hispanic surname, Hernandez. I was grateful given the name Nakazono, which represents seriousness, thought, intuition, intent, and wisdom. Even though I look Hispanic on the outside, people assume automatically that I'm just another Hispanic guy. But in reality, I'm actually Mexican-Japanese. My last name is one of many examples of multiculturalism misidentity, where individuals assume one's race, ethnicity, and religion based on appearance and judgment alone. Multiculturalism is the presence and support of multiple cultural or ethnic groups within a society. For example, the city of Houston, one of these social environments gradually becoming more heterogeneous, they are composed of a multitude of different elements with a concept of values, symbols, and creations of many different mixed together. Such as mixed populations of whites, blacks, Hispanics, Asians, Indians, and Arabics, Europeans, and etc., with multiculturalism creating communities mixed of people with black, white, brown, and yellow skin who worship Christianity, Buddhism, Hinduism, or etc., people are able to exchange and collaborate new ideas towards a brighter future. As Burns, author of Picturing the New Berlin, filmic representations of oceanification capital portrays a unified Germany is a result from Berlin finding their own multicultural identity. However, there are still individuals who don't agree on multiculturalism and use stereotypes to define people of mixed and different backgrounds, such as targeting someone's appearance, language, and beliefs. Individuals behave like this because they feel threatened when change occurs and it is different than what they are familiar with. In the article, Do Colorblindness and Multiculturalism Remedy or Foster Discrimination and Racism by Paulette and others states, when exposed to multiculturalism, Participants like the stereotypical target more than the counter-stereotypical target, which raises concern about whether multiculturalism constrains identity expression for racial and ethnic minorities. This distinguishes that stereotypes do criticize multiculturalism, 
but it is enough to stop multiculturalism from expanding and continuing to develop throughout cities and communities, becoming more diverse overall. Paulette and others states colorblindness and multiculturalism create negative and positive outcomes on how society functions today. Colorblindness does produce discriminations towards minorities, but also distinguishes social order that neither race is above another. Multiculturalism exposure comes with stereotypes targeting minorities, but there is still a sense of unification between races and cultures creating an atmosphere of diversity and unity. Setbacks and controversies such as rioting, revolts, violence always occur when dealing with any change throughout our society, whether it's about race or ethnic issues. But despite these obstacles, there is always room for individuals of different backgrounds accept and acknowledge each other as equal people. I recall when I was applying for my first job, I was to introduce myself and tell something interesting about myself. I remember that that place where I was trying to be employed composed of people who were either white or Hispanic. And my skin had sudden goosebumps due to the rise of recent tensions in the air from the Trump's campaign over immigration. Also, to make matters worse, some of the employees were radical Republicans who would always preach their opinions no matter how extreme and ridiculous it was. So when I was being interviewed with the manager, who was one of the radical individuals, I decided to have the great idea of telling him my ethnic background being Mexican and Japanese, which shocked and puzzled him for ages. He was so confused it was like a toddler solving the square root of pi. He told me with his exact words, are you serious? I never heard of such a wacko crazy thing. You must be lying. I told him that I was telling him the truth but he still continued to doubt me, and after I showed him my last name, he thought it was a misprint because it was mentally impossible for him to come to terms with it. He began to preach that I was just Mexican, which left a burning sensation throughout my hands and forehead, steamed with rage. He only judged me from what I looked like, having dark brown skin, black hair, brown eyes, rather than pale light skin with Asian eyes. He squint. He believed in the stereotypes that all the races had to look the same as they were described. Asians having squinted eyes, blacks having large mouths, and Hispanics having brown skin. So when I didn't meet his description of Asian, he couldn't come to comprehend. I never got that job that day because I left right away with a bitter and disgusted taste in my mouth from how the manager and the employees behaved towards Hispanics. Also, I remember growing up, I attended a daycare full of demonic munchkins like me. In the beginning of the class, we introduced each other by yelling out 
to everyone our first and last names. And every time when it was my turn to say my last name, everyone would pause, turn around, and stare at me like I was a maniac from an asylum. My classmates would call me goofy and silly for being different, but it was nothing I could change. It was my given name, and I was proud of my last name because it was unique and distinct compared to others. But what I didn't realize was what happened in daycare would follow me from elementary, middle school, high school, and work that people couldn't comprehend my cultural identity. I came to realize at a young age that there is always going to be people who will discriminate against you just because of your appearance and rather than your personality. Because we live in a world full of different cultures and races, but no matter how much we believe in change has occurred, people will always seize tradition, what they already know, rather than adaption, what they could know. Pellicilli, author of Transgression as a Result of Cultural Conflict, states transgression has an impact on cultural elements between race, religion, ethnic groups, and political organizations, questioning their perspectives of beliefs. The article goes in depth on transgression's physiology and psychology can lead to violent and radical reforms or shift towards another belief and it creates the sense of uncertainty and uncomfortableness because of people questioning their concept of life and ideology of their religion and values. However, transgression's purpose is to go beyond the limitations of cultural boundaries by creating social movements and involvement towards something meaningful for an individual in a peaceful manner. My last name can be seen as a burden, but for me, it was a gift representing a fusion between transgression and multiculturalism, shown as my cultural identity.